0: What's up Twitter family, it's Hoppy. I got banned off the goddamn Twizzle Tweets, uh, arguing with some feminists. I mean, it was coming, you know, I mean, it, it's coming, I've been I've been poking that cow for a goddamn long time. Uh, I'm not even mad about it. It's kind of part of my strategy. Uh, sometimes you gotta bait motherfuckers into, into doing your will, but, uh, uh, you just gotta know how the balls, see, 80% of humans uh, are like water. They take the past least resistance, electricity is the same way, past least resistance and uh it, it's fairly simple to, to put things any Anywho's uh I got banned off Twitter, but uh all the big shots know what's up and uh see it, it, this is opening a big conversation the way they're banning all Republicans, this San Francisco based company. And you know, uh if the Republicans was in charge of the damn company they'd probably be picking on the liberals, let's let's be real talk, but uh, politics aside, Twitter is, it needs to be regulated like a utility, like a phone company. Could you imagine if the phone company refused to send Democrat texts or Republican texts? Everybody'd go goddamn nuts. If the power company can't get no electric, you're banned because you're a Republican or a Libertarian or Democrat or com- what the fuck ever. So, you know, everybody says they, uh, you ain't got no right to free speech on Twitter because it's a private company and they can set whatever rules they want. Well, You know, imagine if the goddamn phone company could do that, or the cable company. I mean, seriously, Twitter has uh, censorship rights more than the president. I mean, you know know what I'm saying? All that Jack's got to do is be like, bloop, bloop, you don't, don't I don't agree with the way you're talking. And then, I mean, I just lost literally a 26,000 follower audience. So they need to be regulated, because this shit ain't cool. If we got to pay for it, I don't care. I would pay $5 a month to speak my mind on Twitter. But who's, we got a new account, uh, running from India. It's my dude. What, what's the, okay, are you serious? Okay, so it's, uh, what is it? What? Okay, Lord Hop of India. L-O-R-D-H-O-P-O-F, India. I-N-D-I-A. And I ain't talking no more, because they censored me, so if, if I can't speak my mind, I'm just not speaking. So I got my homies from India gonna talk for me on Twitter. We're still there. If you need to get at me, holler at Jodri. He's running my Twitter now. My new one with, like, three followers. We'll see what happens if y'all get on there and follow me. But, uh, that's where I'm at. So, uh, you know, I'm a Twitter martyr. They ban me. They bully motherfuckers. It's all good. I just have my homies run some shit on there. And, uh, when y'all need me, I'm here. Holla,
1: holla. You are now listening
2: to and is rock. To the off o to the B coming at you with the funny random rambling, talking about all the awesome things that make that rain day sunny yes yeah, hot and poppin', fireball dropping. Come get your laugh on yeah. It's a concept. You know he's rockin', rob Got the facts, and all of the gossip. It don't matter where you are or who you with. You got to too right in. Bring your girl into your girl to bring your friends, be Robby Lid. In, in your crib in your whip at your job. He got new shows every
3: Sunday. Here we go. What up, everybody? This your boy B-rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast first and foremost I'd like to thank you the listener for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts you might do like how I do sometimes I get a whole bunch of them fill up in my queue and then I'll just pick them at random to which one I'm going to listen to first Um, sometimes depending on what day of the week it is I might listen to the wrestling ones first or I might hit up the hashtag Blackout Podcast. Or if I have a backlog up to where I may have two episodes of the hashtag Blackout Podcast or any other podcast, I might listen to a show that I haven't listened to before. I'll just throw it in there any kind of way. But enough about me. If you're a new listener, I'd like to thank you for stepping on in. Uh, getting through the border tribe somehow and breaching um, the hologram wall of Wakanda and seeing all the wonderful things up in the inside over here and whatever. You might even see the gorilla people. They might come down from the mountains and be like, what's up? Ooh, ooh, ooh Or something like that. <laughs> see, we got giggles going on, so let me go head on into this. Uh, I got a guest, if you haven't heard. So, um... It's my my former arch nemesis and everything through uh, the voicemail battles we had on the hashtag Blackout podcast. Uh, and she is a writer and an all around funny person. My guess, I would say this evening, but it doesn't really matter because you listen to a podcast anytime you want, is Miss Kayla Stevenson. How are you doing? Hey, lady?
2: hey what's going on? Oh. You're my cousin now. We we not nemesis. We we like we we cousins.
3: <laughs> All right, cuz. Yeah. See now, um, I know we done buried the hatchet and everything. We we not nemici anymore. Right. We right. we, we, we kin folk, but um, yeah. To yeah. stir that pot, uh, Jared sent us a voicemail from the hashtag Blackout Podcast. I haven't listened to it yet. I, I didn't read the transcript or nothing. I know nothing about this voicemail other than I have it, and he wanted me to specifically play it whenever you got on the show. So I want to get that on right up front so we can okay. hear what he got to say and we can discuss. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel it's going to be some shenanigans.
2: I'm scared.
3: Uh, don't be scared. you scared, go to church. Alright, let's see what we got.
2: Wait
1: me that.
3: Alright, I'm going to have to start that over because I was probably playing that and you didn't hear nothing because I had the thing on mute. Not a thing. Funny. I'm not going to edit that out either.
1: Oh lord, no, I'm scared. Be rob be rob B-Rob. Be this is Jared on half of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast and a little birdie named Kayla told me that you uh you guys are going to be recording together. You and ms even herself, Ms. Kayla Stevenson. Hopefully you play this on this episode that you're recording with her in the next few hours. Pretty amazing. Cool to hear you guys in the same room, or at least in the same room podcast-wise, uh, if you will. Duking it out for the battle, for the belt of our voicemail championship. <laughs> That is the hashtag Blackout Voicemail voice Championship. Just kidding, just kidding. I knew that, you know, you guys squashed it. I'd much rather be up to hear a really cool back-and-forth main event, showcase, showdown, whatever you want to call it, but I know you guys are friends now. But, yeah, I'm very interested to hear more about Kayla, more about you, but uh, really more about her as you asked her about her book, Monday Mornings, and her upcoming projects, which we know about, which we're going to release on our next episode coming soon. Stay tuned, people. Anyway, can't wait to hear about that, as well as what you guys have put, put Hooks, Rubs, and Spices all over. Very interesting convo about to be had. Anyway, Hooks, Rubs, and Spices all over your podcast guests. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, man. I'm black out. Random. Peace.
3: You wanted to rub some hooks, rust, and spices all over you. (laughs) All right, you kind of buried the lead, anyway. I mean, and before we even hit the record button, you was telling me about some things that you got going on. Um, Before we get to your new venture, let's talk about your current and ongoing venture. You are a writer, correct?
2: Yeah, yeah. I um, couple about about two years ago, I. Uh, I've always wanted to write but I was just scared so I wrote this book called Monday Mornings which is still on Amazon and it's about dealing with people and work that get on your nerves mm-hmm. it, it has like the, the dirty D that's the person that go in the bathroom just tear it up when you, it's like World War 3 up in there and then you have the Houdini uh, that's the person that like disappears for like 7 hours of the day
4: Mm-hmm.
2: and then when it's time to go home they just magically appear and I mean it deals with drama kings and, and queens because believe it or not you have men at work to keep up shit too mm-hmm. so I just try to give you I try to look at it in a funny way because a lot of people say you know I want to go to work today I want to call in sick I, I can't deal with my co-worker so I try to give you uh just ways to kind of like deal with your coworkers, you know. So it, it was pretty fun. I thought it was funny.
3: Yeah, I haven't put eyes on it myself, but from hearing um Jay and Jared talk about it on the show and um just a little bit of online chatter. It, it seems to be a hilarious book. Now
2: it, it 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 really is. I I think the funniest moment I had on Twitter was somebody was reading it. <laughs> about the dirty d. And I I think it was the Afro Daily and he said, "Man, chapter 7, she talking about Doodle," And and uh I was like, "No, no, I didn't say Doodle, but I actually uh it's it's a part in the book when I say, you know how you go in the bathroom and you open the stall and you got and they left a visitor looking back at you in the toilet. Yeah. They like people don't flush and stuff. So yeah, that was funny. But yeah, I enjoyed it. And um, it's been neat because uh, I, it, it allowed me to kind of like step outside of the box and also kind of inspire other people. You know, I, I feel like you can do anything in this world if you take the time to do it.
3: Yeah. And then you talking about that, that uh, visitor in the toilet kind of reminds you of a, a crocodile coming up and floating on top of the water.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and then Jared then was talking about how they did something, something overflowed, or they fixed the toilet, and something came up, and the doodle got on his hand, and uh, I was like, ew! Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, the the cast of characters that you described that are uh, residing in your book or whatever, I I believe I meet these group of characters every day in my current work situation. Um. Matter of fact, since I deal with a whole bunch of, a lot of outside, a whole bunch of, a lot of, that's, see, that's why I don't write books, a whole bunch of, a lot of, they ain't even.
2: Man, that's why, that's why you got an editor, that's why you get an editor, they just piece the stuff together.
3: (laughs) I get a lot of people come in every day and um, sometimes I feel like they don't make it to the bathroom, you know, they just like, they just walk by and they crop dust me and shit. And just like poo particles all up in my workstation and everything.
2: <laughs> That's gross. It is. It's just like you a mask. Get you a mask and uh get you some of that black war paint put under your eyes and stuff. Like like you like you in the military and just you know <laughs> just just get ready.
3: Get ready, right?
2: And let you work work uh, camouflage up at work.
3: Oh, I got my boots and stuff on. I I do security. They don't they don't allow us to wear the fatigues.
2: Let's talk about security
3: Okay top flight where we at Where where we want to talk about some security
2: Can we talk about Why is it That um, uh, You know you had a little people Standing by the door Mm -hmm. And Tawana And her baby daddy uh, They have a Cart full of stuff But I only have a little bag and they want to stop me Say, ma'am, can I can I see a receipt? So I
3: <laughs> oh, so you talking about Walmart security?
2: <laughs> yes.
3: I have nothing to do with that. I'm not that type of security.
2: <laughs> oh, thank God, because I was gonna check you. Oh. oh, okay, okay. I'm I'm happy to know because okay. I'm who and it, oh, It's like they be waiting on me, so I try to switch it up and go through the garden part of Walmart. Hmm. You know, they like they be waiting on me, and I I don't get it. They be like, oh, "Can I see your receipt?" I be like, "It's it's deep down in the crevices of my purse, so I have to get it out and give it to them."
3: Now, I, I've I've been uh free carded, um as as I like to call it. it, is just damn. It's kind of illegal. Well, it is illegal. It ain't kind of illegal, and then it's kind of not my fault. Because I go up there with this big basket full of shit and I put stuff on the under part where you carry shit on the bottom or whatever. <laughs> and I for, I put everything up there and I forget the shit on the bottom is there. And then now nah, I just stroll out the store and then I don't say nothing. Or and then I get to the car and I'm unloading everything in the trunk and I'm just like, Oh shit. I didn't you know what? I didn't pay for this.
2: <laughs> You know what? I, that happened to me at Walgreens. I felt so bad. This particular day I was I was I didn't have any deodorant. I said, well, let me run up to Walgreens and uh get and so what I did was I, I didn't have a little carryout thing. So I picked up something, maybe some washing powder or something. Then I ran to the deodorant and you know how you hold stuff under your arm? Mm-hmm. I held it under my arm and I was getting some more stuff and I had like a handful of stuff and paid for it. So when I got to the car, I got in my car and something fell. I said, oh, I didn't pay for this deodorant. I said, if I go back in, they're going to arrest me. So <laughs> I, I, I took it because I live in the hood. I live like in the hood. And so the the, the Walgreens down the street and um, I knew they were probably going to be like, she stole that she stole that every extra dry. So, I ain't take it back. I, I felt bad though. I did. I said, "Lord, forgive me." Yeah. I feel I feel bad.
3: I had a couple of snafus in the self-checkout aisle as well. It's <laughs> just like I have like double of the same item or whatever and I'll just go across once and throw them both in the bag.
2: Have you have you ever been to the grocery store rob and mm-hmm. I know I wasn't crazy. I had some fruit. I love fruit wrinkles, you know, the little fruit roll-ups and stuff, Yeah, yeah. and the Sackle kept my fruit wrinkles. So when I got in the car, I was going to drive home to eat my fruit wrinkles, and they wasn't in the bag. <laughs> so I marched back in this place called K. Rogers, get it, K. Rogers, Kroger's? <laughs> And so I, say, I went up to him and I said, where are my fruit wrinkles? And he said, what fruit wrinkles? And the cashier, she looked at me and she was like, uh, what are you talking about? I said, see this receipt? my fruit wrinkles wasn't in the bag and she was like well did you make it home that quick I was like no I was gonna eat and drive and I said you took my fruit wrinkles and he was like no I didn't I think it was a conspiracy so y'all need to check y'all bags when y'all go to K Rogers
3: yeah I, I, and first of all you might have took him a back cause like who the fuck calling fruit wrinkles I ain't never heard of that in my life <laughs>
2: <laughs> I call I have my own dictionary, Rob. I have my own vocabulary of words, okay? Okay. Do you know what a put your knuckle? is?
3: No, but I would like for you to tell me.
2: <laughs> That's a little old baby, put your knuckle. Okay. I don't know how to spell it yet.
3: All right, so uh, there's the language of Wakanda and there's the language of Wakayla.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, actually, it's the language of Kalamazoo. So... um yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oh, hold on a minute. Wait a
3: minute. we oh, we taking a live I? calls.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the that's the Kalamazoo. And do you know what a thud is? I can't smell that either.
3: No, <laughs> tell me, please.
2: That's a little old baby thud, Look at that little thud. Oh, that little put your nickel. The
3: yeah, put your nickel in the thud. It's the same thing. So it's one a girl, <laughs> yeah. one is a uh, boy, baby. <laughs>
2: Nah, just some thug. th Oh, look at that. Put your it, Let's see. Put your P-U-T ch c h a N-U-C-K-M. Put your Alright.
3: Then, you know, if you get in the fight, you like, I'll put your nook em in the face. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah,
2: yeah. There you go. <laughs> see? I'm gonna have to pop you. Put your <laughs> You gotta say it with love. That little put your nickel. I think it's a cute word. I just I don't know. I
3: don't know. See, with words like that, you know, and you being a writer, you should write your own. That could be another book idea, another publishing thing. You can write your own little dictionary.
2: Put your nickel, boy. If I had a dictionary, it it I don't know to be some words I don't understand. Yeah,
3: it'd be um the webster's dictionary by kayla stevenson and then yeah, you have you got put your sure. and you can have your you
2: can have your th- in there see, you get it oh i'm so proud of you but <laughs> so, so when you see a little baby stroll through say, oh look at that little put nookum they probably gonna be like what you call my baby don't do it
3: i'm, 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 I'm sorry it's not derogatory
2: <laughs> exactly exactly so and uh what you been up to
3: uh getting crop dusted at work like i was saying before
2: uh, that's all right you know you you know what season it is don't you
3: yeah it's cuffing season because i'm working at a courthouse and they ain't, <laughs> they're getting fined it's literal oh cuffing season
2: <laughs> no it's the income tax bowling season
3: oh man i didn't did that and spun that
2: well i thought i was gonna spun that too until the IRS said, Oh no, we will take this.
3: <laughs> it's like no more vibranium for you.
2: <laughs> man, what you said. <laughs> that, that that hurt my heart, man, because you know, I'm starting a uh with the book I'm working on uh called Sister, it's a it's a book about uh, these four women mm-hmm. that ride motorcycles together, but it's, it's about what happens after the women park their motorcycles mm-hmm. like life takes over. So the, the book is about what we as women deal with, with life. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted people to understand that, you know, ladies, they they ride motorcycles and, you know, and they, they travel and they, they network and do community service, but they, they're moms, they're, they got kids, they they take care of their, it's just like we're normal people, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I just like the ride, but, you know, there are other women that they make a, like a career or something out of it. Like there are other women that they, they travel from state to state to state, you know. Um, they set goals to get these certain miles and it's, it's pretty neat. It's the same things that the men do. But I, I just wanted people to understand that, you know, we're human. So when I was working on that book, right now it's being edited. Mm-hmm. It's my first fictional book. So she gonna have a, the, my poet editor, I want to give her a shout out because I guess she looking at that book like, yeah, what the hell? <laughs> um, Cause I was reading the transcript and said, what the hell that means? She she got a lot of work on her hands. Hey, Kanika. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna pay you soon. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, I got the inspiration when I was writing a book and working on my characters. I, I was coming up with uh, Everybody is a Rider. That's R Y D A A. So, I was like, oh man, okay, reaching your dreams and ambitions. I was like, okay, so we're all on a journey, and it doesn't matter if you like motorcycles or not, we're all trying to get to the next level in life. We're trying to be happy. So, that's how I got the inspiration f- for my t-shirt line. And so then I met some women that I ride with. Some live out of town. And then I met ladies here in Memphis and that's how I started a kind of designing. I don't draw, I'm not a good artist. So I hired a designer and everything I had in my head, I was able to bring it to life with some t-shirts. So, um, I'm launching a, like an online store through Shopify, mm-hmm. and it, and it's called Rider Apparel, and it's real inspiration and motivational for women. And, you know, you don't have to ride a motorcycle to to get you know to to purchase a shirt, but it's some really nice stuff in there that I came up with. Uh, there's a uh, my first shirt called She Rides, and then it lists the reason why we as women like to ride for therapy. You know, to get on the road, to talk to God, to communicate, mm-hmm. to just, you know, have a wind on our skin mm-hmm. because we can and stuff like that. So,
3: yeah. And then you got some asshole with a dirty mind like me. And, uh she rides, that can be some of the same stuff you just said.
2: No! 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 On <laughs> um, this t-shirt, it's a lady standing by a motorcycle nasty self. and self and, and it just, shut up! Next question. Next!
3: They can ride that motorbike. <laughs> you. <know.
2: laughs> How long you been
3: riding motorcycles? Uh, I mean.
2: Wow, I started later. I started late in life riding. I, I believe, I believe I, I was fly. about um. Mm, let's see. Two, four, maybe. I'm thinking maybe about eight years, maybe.
3: Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Not for me. Uh. What? What made you wait so long?
2: <laughs> uh. Listening to people, dream killers, uh, dream snatchers. You know, they're dangerous. Uh. You know. Uh. they're stereotype. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a woman thing. That you know, that's the, you know, a lady don't ride motorcycles. Yeah. Uh, you don't need no bike. And then the man was like, "You ain't gonna get no bike. You don't even know how to ride, mm-hmm. and you gonna kill yourself." And one day I said, "The hell with this!" I I joined a social club. So, uh, you know, they don't ride motorcycles. They, you know, they they do a lot of community service, and they're on the motorcycle scene, and they support a lot of clubs, and. Then I left there and I joined the all-female motorcycle club. And so you had to have a bike. So I went and got a bike, put a bike in the layaway. Yes, I did.
3: (laughs) Did you get it from all riders?
2: Get it from who? (laughs) Shut your mouth. Credit was a little challenged at the time. And so I I fell about 10 times on that bike. I fallen off that bike about 10 times. Uh, The first time I fell, I lied to my dad. He said, um, what's wrong with your knee? I said, I was walking in some hills up a hill. He said, you was walking in some hills going up a hill. I said, yeah. And he said, then what happened? I said, a big old gust of wind fell. And I fell. And he was like, okay. Okay. And uh, it took a couple of months so that my knee to heal. So I got back. I would not stop. So I end up naming a friend, end up naming it bike tenacious because I would not stop. I would fall down a hill, fall up the hill, go around the corner with one hand, trying to weigh the people, run into a, the curb. I would come home walking with dirt all on me and my neighbors would be like, You're where's your bike? bike I'd be like, around the corner. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, I would always be walking home. They'd be like, "Kayla, where's your bike?" I'd be like, "Around the corner." So I, I finally got it, and I went from a cruiser. I mean, went from a crotch rocket to a cruiser. So I like it. It's it's my therapy. You know, it's I feel like I'm Superwoman. I feel like I can kick your ass when I'm riding. <laughs>
3: Now, let's talk about some a point that you made in that um story that you were just telling me. Um, you got hurt the first time and uh, you didn't mm-hmm. tell your pops. You just kind of like let it heal itself and whatever.
2: Man, I, yeah. I, I went to work and my supervisor was looking at me crazy and people was looking at me crazy and I just... I couldn't ride. I, I I have keloid skin, and what happened? In, what happened was I ended up busting my knee wide open, and uh, I had to go to the doctor. They said we can't put stitches on this because it's got to heal on its own. So I just refused to quit. It was something I wanted to do, and I liked the way it made me feel. I felt free. Yeah.
3: Now- and. Yeah, but well, what I was saying is just like, um, you, when you said that, I've had many instances where I fucked myself up somehow. <laughs> and instead mm-hmm. of going to the doctor, I just, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
3: put some tussing on it and just. Uh... Yeah,
2: I tried that. We tried that. <laughs> we tried. We, that didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work because I was cut really deep. I, I had to go to the doctor. I've I, I fallen. And the other times I've fallen, I ran to some bushes.
3: Oh, so you had a little and- cushion. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, I yeah ran into the bushes, uh, uh, dropped the bike going down the driveway, um, oh yeah, just yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Now with your uh, eight years of riding experience and everything, you you can say that you um you can identify different motorcycles pretty well, correct? Yeah. Are you uh, familiar with um uh, Ducati?
2: Ooh, those are nice fast bikes.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I remember way back when when I was still in the military, we was um in uh, California. We was right outside of 29 Palms. We was um washing vehicles and everything. We was getting ready to go back across the uh, United States to North Carolina and a guy rolled up on a Ducati, big long bike, low to the Ooh. ground, and he just... <laughs> and I I think I've told this story on here before, but like I don't know shit about riding motorcycles. I stay away from them, but... Anybody with um, an IQ of a little over the bare minimum would know whenever you are going to park your bike, you know, you pull in and that's right. You pull into your spot. The first right. thing you're going to do is put your feet down on the ground so the motherfucker it's don't right? fall over. <laughs> right. Well, this this particular gentleman did not do such a thing. <laughs> he just oh, what? he just oh, he just rolled up to a stop paused then he fell over with the bike <laughs> oh and then when he fell he's like i dropped it i was like no shit
2: <laughs> oh um uh, well yeah that's happened to me too yeah but but i i, I didn't never mind anyway that, that, that happened to me too and then it happened right in front of some 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 lady bikers i was like Oh, but they helped me up. They helped me. So um, then I I rolled into a gas station in the wrong gear. That bike said, and I rolled. Then I got back up and met my friends and they said, you fell Then I was like, no, what y'all talking about? They was like, Kayla, well, it's dirt all on your back. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I feel I had, I had a uh, dirt in my mouth too on my lipstick. It was crazy. <laughs>
3: Nah, this that this that earthy tones that I'm trying to that go
2: for. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of, ah, uh, yeah. I even had my hand stuck in the ferry once.
3: Shit, woman. <laughs> is, yep. Is you said it's four women in this book, correct? Yeah. Is one of them you? <laughs> no. You know what? Actually, no. I'm talking about like is the character kind of like going through some of the stuff that you're talking about. She just a new rider nope. and no. Nope.
2: No, these, these people are experienced writers, but are dealing with life issues. Like one of my characters, her her son, she walks, she's a single mom. Mm-hmm. She has four children, and she happens to come home, and her son is having sex Ooh. in his room, and he's supposed to be at school, and she thinks her son is a nerd, but he's a playoff Well, she was-, he was-
3: coaching he was teaching her how to ride that motorbike.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, he was doing something cuz the lady was in there screaming. And so, uh, my other character is an awful person. And uh she uh is just a she awful. She um how she got friends is she awful? <laughs> she just she just mean. Well, she's not mean. She just mad at her dad for not being there. Mm-hmm. So she just don't really respect men too much, but she has to get she is, you know, she's gonna go through a life changing moment. Mm-hmm. Then I got a, another character who's married and her husband has been lying to her all these years. Mm-hmm. All these years.
3: Is she cheating then, with the um the mean one?
2: <laughs> no. And then um my other character, what's my other character? Hold on. Oh, my other character, she's like she she like bisexual. And uh she uh She's a she's a she's a wild card because she just wild, but but you would learn her story uh, and why she is the way she is. So they all change at the end, but I just wanted to write a book about real life stuff that people deal with, and there are about bi- I'm not bisexual. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I I can't see myself. Well, you got breasts, I got breasts. Ew. Uh, <laughs> ew. No no disrespect. Yeah.
3: to the oh you know, just got your cup
2: of tea I, yeah you know no disrespect because i'm really cool with some people like that but no get away from you No, nah, I, I got them you get what are we gonna do i
3: don't know so i don't know we do, so slapping their flag poles around like,
2: i'm strictly <laughs> shout out to mbaku Hey
3: baby, wherever you is. Now, now tell me oh. that. You you done got off well, I, I, I bet you wish you got off, but you got off of Morris Chestnut.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And now you're here.
2: Oh, so mad. <laughs> you oh get away. That's just <laughs> well, why 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 you
3: why you why you uh, discarded that on Mr. Morris Chestnut? <laughs>
2: Well, I don't like Morris and Luke Cage anymore because when I seen M'Baku and the way he was nonchalant and he kind of mean and he kind of, and the way he was sitting in the cold like that, like I don't like cold, he was sitting there with his leg partially open and the fur and the leather and he had this face expression and he was like technological advances. <laughs> oh it just did something to me it just you know i was like well let me find out who this man is you know so i i, I got on instagram and follow him nice looking guy when you take the stuff off but i i want him to stay as mbaku as I, I want him to be like that forever i don't want him to be you know normal <laughs> he was like kind of savage like you know and then when they came in there chatting i don't know what the hell they were saying
3: yeah Ooh. yeah it's just it's just like he seemed like an asshole, or whatever. But whenever, yeah, whenever y'all together,
2: assholes. I gotta talk to my dad. I gotta call my dad when I get off your show, daddy. I think I like assholes. <laughs> me and who are assholes. I really do. I don't know. Hmm. I gotta yeah, think he, about that.
3: He just like, yeah. He treats you like shit out in public, but when y'all together, he just like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, did, I, I don't. I didn't well, did have to meet. well you, that's Why?
2: It's like, like, <laughs> so that's that's usually me. Uh, <laughs> shut up, talking to me. Uh, you, you got me fucked up. You know, shit like that. So I'm, I'm I'm trying to do better.
3: Just trying.
2: I'm trying.
3: I, I'm, I, think- I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to envision you riding your, your cruiser with M'Baku riding bitch on the back.
2: <laughs> well, you know what? I had a man say, hey, baby, uh, you going to ride me? I said, and wreck my bike? Hell no. Get away from me. I get that a lot. Hey, baby, you gonna, I'm going to ride bitch on the back of your bike. Did I ever tell you? No, you never told me. My next door neighbor Mm -hmm. had a over, and he was on a moped. Mm -hmm. And so this particular day, he drove, he rode his little new moped. I think it was like a hundred (laughs) CCs, and uh, versus my eleven hundred CCs. And so he said, "We mean you gonna go riding?" And so I was like, "Are you riding?" He was like, "Yeah." I said, "Well, what you riding on?" And he said, "My moped right here is brand new." I said, "Oh no, you can't ride with me. You no." He's like, "We can ride on down to the river and everything." So, no, no, not on no damn moped.
3: See, see, that that I know,
2: what... it's wrong. I know it's wrong, <laughs> but no.
3: See, see now, nah, that, that's one of them things. You know how sometimes women they see something in a man, then they it's they feel like it's their job, it's the obligation to bring him up to her level and everything, and make him the man that he's supposed to be. That was your opportunity. You seen this man on this lowly little moped, and that was your job, and it was your obligation to bring him up. To a, a cruiser, just like you, so y'all can ride together.
2: You, let's, <laughs> say, let's say we riding, right? And so I, I want to go a little fast. I got the weight on him. So we you, can't even outrun the police together. I ain't got time for that.
3: <laughs> well, you can get a little sidecar, and you can ride. Hey,
2: no, no, I ain't got time for that. He, that man stopped speaking to me. That's all right. I'm used to it.
3: Yeah, cuz you shot him down. What what I'm telling you, that was that was you. That was that was your moment. That was your That mm, I'm telling you could have built him I, up.
2: I'm trying <laughs> to bring my list down a little bit. You know, I I refuse to date a man whose breasts are bigger than mine. Ah, yes. I not going to do it. Okay? I understand. All right.
3: I seen somebody with
2: uh, you take you stealing all my powder
3: (laughs) I seen I seen an individual today with some um large breasticles and and
2: you know he's sucking on he want me suck on his and I want suck on my no
3: and and then that goes back to what you were saying earlier I was like what what are we going to do with all these titties we can't do
2: nothing what are we going to do I'm gonna be paranoid. Not that's all right. And, and it's a nice big guy with titties. I mean, they real nice, but I, I just. That and gold teeth. Now, there's only one man that I would date. And that is Plys. Because Plys. Oh. Uh, I, but he be saying some funny stuff. He be saying some funny stuff but no i don't i ain't never dated nobody with no gold teeth
3: uh, he, he wasn't saying no funny shit when that dude jumped up on stage and threw his little ass off
2: <laughs> what you didn't see that
3: video yeah they got, no yeah they got a video um some dude got up on stage with plies and he flung his little short ass off <laughs>
2: I'm gonna look it up later. Oh my god, I'm just too lazy to walk in the uh being to get my laptop. Oh my god.
3: I guess he was. I guess that dude was tired of him running off on the plug or whatever. He just.
2: Easy. <laughs> Are you kidding me?
3: I am not. I am dead too serious.
2: <laughs> oh lord, I got to go look it. I like class. I I like. So what's been going on in social in the in uh entertainment world? Uh, uh, did you see? Did you see that uh that uh thing of Black China?
3: What is she? Oh, um, I've heard of it, but I never, never uh, put eyes to it. She's supposed to be uh, giving some lazy
2: uh, oh, education. That, that wasn't even like, that wasn't, that wasn't even like, Lord, G, G, cheap, ooh, Lord, you know what? I don't understand. No wonder y'all spend all this money on y'all booties and getting them enhanced and breasts and nose and plastic surgery because you get that illusion like you's a bad chick. Mm-hmm but she is a sad chick <laughs>
3: hey I mean that's what it is just for looks or whatever oh my
2: god she was like put it in put it out of the way in put it out of the way <laughs> it, it was, man it, bless her heart no, baby get back with Rob Kardashian go on now so go, she, go she
3: so she wasn't like the the other girl on one of them shows or whatever. She was damn holding on to the shower rods and flanging shit all around. oh you know
2: what? <laughs> you know what, me, me, false? Yeah. Here's my thing, and and I and I had a talk. I had a Memphis diva public service announcement. I like these. <sighs> if you're going to make a tape, video please have them sign a contract. Okay? Mm-hmm.
3: Kim Kardashian.
2: Sign a contract. Hey, you know, this is what's going to happen to you if this gets released because the men are getting angry in shit. The women are getting angry and releasing stuff. Everybody getting mad, they're going straight to social media. Mm-hmm. Pay me. If you're going to put it out there, pay me. Now see me being paranoid, I'm going to just go... Uh, I'm going to go to the airport and steal, steal some of those uh, metal detectors and put them in my house so when you come in it's just going to automatically go off you can't have no cell phone in my house
3: <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know I mean it's just that's a, like uh, I guess um, since you're into that era of entertainment I guess um, you have seen the whole thing uh, with Safari or whatever
2: Oh yeah, hey, that coconut oil. Hey, Safari.
3: <laughs> yeah, ride that motorcycle, huh?
2: Hey head.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't I didn't look it up. I just jumped in the car.
2: Child, Cha Cha.
3: Okay. I believe you. From from child. from your expression.
2: <laughs> if we can if we can just get Safari to stop lining his forehead with paint and eyeliner. And just, if he would embrace his going bald or receding hairline, we gonna accept you, Safari, because you got the sausage of life. And we we like that.
3: <laughs> the sausage of life. <laughs>
2: <La-la-la-way>. <laughs> we we love you, Safari. I mean, the man got a beautiful body. Oh my God. But but I like men like uh, Mbaku.
3: <laughs> that's what it's gonna come back to. Huh?
2: Yeah, he 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 got that nice thick neck, and he just thick, and he's like, and I just, he, I just like that. All right. I would not have it. I said would not have it.
3: Well, from the way you're talking, it sounds like you will have it.
2: <laughs> yeah, he looked like the type. Mbaku looked like the type of man that getting women pregnant and uh do nothing he just get you pregnant and love all you and
3: (laughs) he's (laughs) like yes yes you are you are my wife now
2: you are my wife i'm going to marry you and then he pop a baby in, and then he says i'm going to leave you and i'm going to get another wife (laughs) but i'm going to love you and feed you fruit
3: yes (laughs) because we are vegan.
2: Yes, because we are vegan. He said, I'm going to feed you to my children. And then he was like, oh, we knew you was a savage. He was like, I'm a vegetarian. I was like, look at this right here. Are
3: we done?
2: Are we done? Yes, yes, are we done? That
3: was a good movie. What did you feel about the movie outside of M'Baku?
2: You know what? the reason I have to go back and see it again man it's got a lot of subliminal messages check it out you know they talk about tradition sometimes Mm -hmm. tradition ain't always good Mm -hmm. then what tripped me out was you got black on black crime still Mm -hmm. what tripped me out was everybody was fighting each other at the end yeah and did you pay attention to the colors everybody would Black Panther stayed in black. That that little secret spy lady, she stayed in green. Um Oh darn, hold on a minute. Mm. Uh, oh, oh, oh wait. Hello? Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let's see. Was Okoye had a lover, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the dude from Get Out? Yeah. Uh, he was like, "My love, you would kill me." She said, um, "I chop your head off." She didn't say, "Chop your head off." Yeah. <laughs> but she was like for Wakanda, yeah. And so, what? What really? was fascinating, even though she didn't like Killmonger, she was going to protect Killmonger because that was the king.
3: Mm -hmm. That was the duty that she was uh tasked with.
2: Yes, and but I I felt bad for Killmonger though. You know, uh what I like the movie. I but I wish um, they would have told about his little lover, Lady Slade or whatever, because in the comic books, Killmonger gets brought back to life like five times.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, shit. Would that- he killed
2: several times and he got this, this group of people that really believe in him. And so they bring him back to life a couple of times. And uh, I felt bad for him because y'all relatives – your dad was killed by his brother, your uncle, mm. and they left you there, you know. So I didn't understand why they didn't come back and get him.
3: Yeah, so, that was another thing I didn't understand either. Is just like, what would have been the harm in bringing that one child back to Wakanda?
2: I don't get it. And then did you see his his death marks? Yeah. He had so many he had killed so many people. And he said he had been waiting for that opportunity for all his life, you know, to to, to get to Charla, you know. So I was like, man, family against family, you know. It, to me, it was deep. Yeah, it it was deep.
3: It was so like, it was like Boys in the Hood, year two
2: thousand thirty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a really good move. I I like. It was just something different. Mm-hmm. You know. It, it was just uh, you know I like the. I think we're, I'm a colorful person so I love color. I love color. I love those rich colors of India and that purple and that orange. And so I like their outfits and I like that you actually had some real tribal stuff going on. Like that man with that uh plate lip in the green suit.
3: Yeah. I, um, we, we was talking about that. I was like that's not like something you can do overnight
2: <laughs> well actually oh I was under the impression that that man was like a from a real tribe yeah but actually he's an actor and they was telling how they it was digital digitally enhanced or whatever but they got a lot of that stuff from you know different tribes, and, yeah yeah, yeah. See, so it was
3: and that's another movie that I can't wait till it comes on uh, Blu-ray and all that stuff, because I want to own that movie.
2: Oh, yeah. You know what? I Sorry, bootleg guy. I came by in bootleg. I, I I got to buy it because mm-hmm. I I love how people were getting into it. They were going to the movie. They were dressing in African uh, attire. Uh, I already know who I'm going to be for Halloween. You're going to be M'Baku. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> My- Okoye Okoye Yeah I'm going to be here, but I ain't going to be bald headed So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a scarf but uh, I already got my spear Together you just buy a broom Chop it off get some cardboard make the spear And, and uh, paint it so we got that part Okay But I got to figure out the part about The clothing and all that stuff But I get it
3: L- Let me tell you about my ignorance Alright I know nothing about Black Panther other than, you know, what has been shown to us through, you know, the movies and everything. I know right. it I know it was a character. I know it has comic books and everything, but I haven't read anything, the lore, none of that. I know nothing about it. But from hearing uh <laughs> but um we when we did the Black Panther review show here, um, talking with Jared and Chuck and everything. Mm hmm. And um they was talking about the Dora Melaje, and that's the um, the honor guard, the royal guard right. for the king, correct? Tell me why. Every time I heard them say Madura Malaje, Madora malaji and everything, I thought that was the character's name, not the actual group of women. I thought they was talking about the girl from the walk of dead. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, she was tough.
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah. She she's a bad lady. <laughs>
2: I and thought, walking dead i couldn't get into walking dead after a while i, I just what happened with it what are, are, is, does it still come on
3: yeah it was just on this sunday
2: is, is she still alive her character
3: Yeah, she is still alive
2: you got to be kidding me
3: no because because she, she's a black woman
2: <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> what, okay. Are,
3: what are you saying a black woman can't survive in the zombie apocalypse
2: Hell, I know I couldn't survive. I'd probably be... I, I don't know, man. I'd probably be... A, I, knowing me, if I knew where... You really don't know when it's going to be a zombie apocalypse. I, I would... I don't know. I'd probably have to go to Mars or somewhere. Or see if I can go to Venus. See if I can get me a sugar daddy that work at NASA and have some connections. And I don't know. Uh, I don't know either. Me neither. I
3: just... I don't
2: know. You... Let me see. I just seen uh, Alien Covenant today, yeah, and uh, I didn't like it.
3: Why not? I mean, I'm as you speak of this movie. I'm staring directly at it on my on my shelf here.
2: I I I I don't know. It just kind of bothered me. It just uh, the the, I don't like the way it ended. The I I ain't like it.
3: Well, from because I despite me owning it. I mean, I'm. A movie collector. I mean, I got, I have a ass load of movies in here that's still in the plastic that I've never seen <laughs> or whatever, but.
2: Seriously?
3: Yeah, I'm I'm dead
2: ass. And What's your top five favorite movies?
3: Ever? Ever? Well,
2: ever? in 2018 so far.
3: Well, Black Panther is one. Okay. Um, Alright,
2: I agree. 2018
3: ain't really been around too long, so I'm just encompassing 2017. Okay, 2017.
2: 2018.
3: Oh shit! Um, Black Panther, of course. We just seen that. Thor Ragnarok, that was a good one. Um okay. And then shit, I don't think I've really been me
2: either. Out That's to see why I'm too many. To you.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't I, I on love me. the
2: Avengers. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna tell you a movie I keep watching over and over on HBO. Uh, The Legend of the Sword. Hmm. It's so good. I mean, uh, it's the Legend of the Sword that uh Madonna ex-husband produced, and uh, it's the guy from Sons of Anarchy that 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 plays. Um, oh, Jacks Teller, yeah. In, uh, Jack played King Art. It is really good. I, that's why I just watched it today. I watch it, and King Kong was some fight too. Shout out to King Kong because they came over the King Kong House and start dropping them bombs and he said you can't come in my land so he, I love that was a good movie.
3: Yeah so he was like I will not have it.
2: <laughs> I will not have it I will not have it
3: <laughs> Well I mean I'ma just look around in here and then I mean whatever catches my eye I'll see if you've seen it and we can just kinda go off of that. Um straight ahead of me I have the born Collection, you know Jason Bourne.
2: Yeah, Jason. I, I won't, y'all. Leave Jason alone. Let him find his peace. Y'all killed his boo thing in the, in the water. I mean, <sighs> leave, leave Leave Jason alone. Oh, let,
3: what do you feel about the um, the one they did with uh, Jeremy Renner? I ain't like it. Why not? I thought he was. I thought he did pretty good.
2: I mean, I like Jason Bourne, but I'm just. Why don't y'all leave him alone? <laughs> Let him go on, on a farm somewhere and grow corn and leave him alone.
3: Yeah. What I really wanted was like both of those characters to kind of come together and then fuck everybody yeah. else up.
2: <laughs> yes. That would have been great. But um it might it might happen. I hope it do. It might happen. I ain't I ain't really been to the movies lately. I just um I don't know. It shocked me to go see Black Panther two times. I'm going back third.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I, I got this. Um, you ever heard of the subscription uh, Movie Pass? Uh
2: huh.
3: Yeah, so I got that. I mean, I pay ten dollars a month, and I can go see a movie
2: really
3: once a day, every day. You know, for as long as I want. Just ten dollars
2: really a had month. A good time. You know, because they had wine in the movie theater. Oh yeah. We and when they got some wine. Then they had these beautiful. These folks be killing me. Hold on.
3: And this is the the life of a Memphis diva.
2: Hold on, Rob. Yeah. I don't know how you. Okay. Y'all. Hello. Hold on. on, on. Hello. (laughs) Wait. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, stop they inboxing me so they they messing up my phone. But um what was I saying? Movies. Uh they had the real nice recliner seats and it was just really nice. I enjoyed them. It. So it was no children, no little babies crying. It was nice.
3: Yeah, that, I, that was like a whole culture shock for me. I've I've never been into a theater that like had the reclining chairs or the <laughs> they had people that bring food to you and drinks.
2: Yes i like
3: that i think that was like we treated that like it was a high-end restaurant or whatever because me
2: i I know i did i said oh my gosh i'm coming back my aunt was like you want some more wine i was like no because i if i drink some more wine i'm gonna go to sleep and i'm trying to you know look at black panther
3: yeah because me and my wife um i think the first time we came across a place that did stuff like that i think we showed up like damn near an hour early before the movie even started and we got in there we got some wine and some drinks and we was eating food and shit <laughs> and then we just walked right into the movie
2: because <laughs> it's nice see here's the thing don't ever go to the movie with my mama because she don't have some chicken in her purse i was
3: just about to say that
2: <laughs> uh me and my dad went to a couple of grizzly games and they will not let you bring food inside so, this particular day, my daddy said, stop stop at the burger place right there. He came out with this bag and I was looking at him. I said, how in the world? My daddy had a leather coat on, mm. had, ho- had holes in a leather coat and put his food in there. So, we sitting up and all of a sudden, he break out with this cheeseburger. And I, I said, where did you get that from? He was like, I got you one in there too. Just dig your <laughs> hand in that hole. And yeah, my parents, yeah.
3: Yeah. We we do that. We we had a thing to where we would stop at the um dollar store and load up on candy and she put it in her purse. Raisinets.
2: (sighs) Nets. yes, I do it. I do it. Hey, I'm hey, I do it. I ain't gonna even lie. I have I stop and get the little five wing combo at KFC. Yeah, yeah, I do. I have a big old purse. Yeah. And have a good time. Have my little hot sauce. Can't tell me nothing.
3: (laughs) I remember one time we went, we damn I don't know. They sat behind us and all I heard was like clink, clink in the freaking glass <laughs> bottle rolling all the way down the damn aisle to the front row of seats.
2: Are you serious?
3: <laughs> the motherfuckers had uh, liquor bottles in there. They was drinking 40 ounces Are- of shit.
2: <laughs> hey, it, it is what it is. Uh, hey, long as they ain't break out and start smoking. Uh,
3: shit. I just seen before we got on, I was looking through, um, you know, just Twitter and everything and uh, Facebook. The Colorado okay. is about to introduce its first marijuana legal movie theater. So, what I mean by that, they can go in there and they can smoke while they watch movies.
2: Okay. See, you know, I, okay. I'm going to leave.
3: No, don't I'm leave it alone. That's what we're here for.
2: I want to know. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't smoke. Mm-hmm. But our ancestors did. Uh they had herbs and spices and stuff. Hooks, rubs, and spices. Mm-hmm. And uh <laughs> and uh speaking of hooks, rubs, and spices,
4: mm-hmm.
2: I went and got a uh a, a frozen dinner today. I was being lazy. I um, miss Stouffer's steak and macaroni frozen dinner. And I put some hooks, rubs, and spices on the steak pot and put it in the microwave. It was really tasty. Well, damn. I
3: ain't gonna lie. I put it on everything, too.
2: I, it was really tasty. I would be getting my money's worth. I put it on some shrimp. I did some shrimp. I did some chicken. I did some catfish. But back to the marijuana thing.
4: Mm-hmm. Put okay, some hooks, let me rubs, this. on it.
2: Let me, let me get this right. They're going to sit in a movie theater, mm-hmm. and they're going to smoke and laugh at Every damn thing that's not funny in the movie. So what about the people who don't smoke?
3: Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, the theater would be specifically for that, so it's not going to be like, all right, you're you're coming here and this is not what you're gonna do. You know, it's not like gonna be like people who don't smoke gonna be in there either. It's just like for people who want to go to the movie and smoke weed.
2: Why would you want to go to the movie and smoke weed? What is it gonna do? Enhance what?
3: I don't know, I mean, it's Colorado and it's legal and it's like, if you wanna smoke here, you can. And if you have a place where you can smoke, people gonna take advantage of that. What I believe, cause um, I didn't read the article, I just like skimmed over it. If they can strike a deal, cause it's legal to sell there. If I was at theater, I would sell my own weed in the theater, you know? So people can come here, they can buy it in my bag and then they can go and buy a movie ticket. So I'm making double the money selling my weed selling my movie tickets yeah. they're gonna want can make all the snack brownies.
2: Foods. you can make brownies and rice crispy treats and stuff and make them make a ton of money yeah
3: because i i can only imagine the economy is just like sky high over there in colorado matter of fact i need to ask my nephew he live in colorado
2: <laughs> i've never been to colorado
3: it's too cold fuck that couch <laughs>
2: there you go i'll wait. But if, if, M'Baku went, oh, I
3: would I, was, go. I was about to say that. Yeah, if M'Baku...
2: I would take Kayla to Colorado. I'd be like, all right.
3: Can I take my bike?
2: Yep, <laughs> my bike. Will <laughs> you buy me a snowmobile? A, sm- a snow ski jet? Okay, let's go. <laughs> you know, I'll be stalking that man on uh, Instagram and Twitter.
3: I believe you You waiting for him to have his safari moment, ain't
2: you? Uh Oh, yeah. <laughs> I- I can imagine i just have a nice imagination so I just imagine oh Lord yes sir I, you know I'll be glad when I get married well I'll be glad when I get engaged shoot I'll be glad when I get a boyfriend <laughs> what am i talking about
3: yeah there's levels to this shit i understand
2: and it's levels to it man you know what that make a good t-shirt it's levels to this shit. Yeah. um it is it's 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 rough it's uh I don't know if I'd be scaring the men off or uh, I don't know. But, you know, when you meet a man and he asks you how many TVs you get, that's an automatic no-no.
3: Yeah, that's a disqualification.
2: Yeah, and then I, I get tired of men inboxing me on Facebook. First, you know, they, they ask for a friend request and I look for mutual friends. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of mutual friends and then I, I accept the friend request and then ping. I say, oh, they inbox me. And they be like, hey, baby. Hey, Miss Lady. Hey, beautiful. I'll be like, hey, nice to meet you, you know. Oh, uh, we can network sometime, you know, uh, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. And then they then next next time they'll say, Can I sing something to make you smile, beautiful? I'll be like, uh, okay. Then they send me their slings. I was oh.
3: just about to say that. Penis pictures.
2: And I was just telling Jared them. Last week, this man sent me a picture, and I thought it was Jabba the Hutt. It had eyeballs, (laughs) and it was leaning over to the side. You know, ooh, I blocked that man. (laughs) You know, you you know, with Jabba the Hutt, he got this facial expression like, ooh, it was scary. It was so man. When uh, you're sending women pictures of your jimmy jams, um, please make sure you put a little lotion on it. (laughs) Please make sure, you know, there's no lint balls. Just
3: make it presentable.
2: Yeah. Shave a little bit. You know, Oh, Lord!
3: Yeah, I mean, ha- have a has a have a visual reference because yeah. I mean, people can do and a lot of trickery with the camera and everything. I mean, if you
2: all this photoshopping, mm-hmm. me and my aunt were just talking. She said, what do you do when a man just up and send you a picture of his Jimmy Jones? I said, you just need to tell him, look. And, and I said, what did you do? She said, well, I looked at it <laughs> and uh, it was very nice and she said then um, I asked him why you sent me that and he's like and this is what he told her well I just want you to see what I'm working with Uh, straight up I just and so it's just a different uh, time
3: yeah yeah because I mean I think you know before all this technology and everything I mean
2: that's Mm -hmm. what
3: dating was I mean you were working to that point to figure out what are you really working with you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean Mm -hmm. because I Mm -hmm. mean usually it wouldn't you know, forthcoming of somebody to be like, all right, we out on a date, we eating steak and lobster or Burger King or whatever the case may be and be like, How big your dick is? That usually doesn't it's come up real. in regular conversation.
2: <laughs> I know some people like that. They be like, you know, I went on a date and we we already had that um straighten out what you know what we was gonna do after and I was like for real. I was like, oh okay. I was like, that's interesting. I was like, well how you know, what happened? It was all right. I ain't, I ain't talked to him. Okay. Yeah. I mean, people got different preferences on what they like. You know, I can't judge, but, um, it's just interesting how dating is now. It's just seem like it's, I don't think people date anymore.
3: No, not really. I mean, I believe just what you said. It is just like, it's more straight to the point. I mean, there's a fucking mm-hmm. app for that. You'd be like, you can just swipe right, swipe left.
2: <laughs> right. I, I would like to go on a date, you know, and I'm having the hardest time they will inbox, they will text. One guy wanted to text mm-hmm. and he wanted a text relationship and he just wanted to text and, and he will always text me late and I just got to the point, I was like, look, if you can't text me, I was like, why, are you, why don't you call? Mm-hmm. So, of course, me being like I am, I'm like, okay, he, he must live with somebody, must be married. Yeah. It, and this guy was single, it's just like they don't want to take the time out to get to to work to get to know a person, you know. Yeah. I'm not a materialistic person. I mean, if you say, "Hey, Caleb, well, you want to go to Applebee's, we can get the two for 20?" Yeah, <laughs> they they don't want to do that.
3: Yeah. And and you know me me and my wife, I guess a uh, that kind of success story cuz I mean, our relationship spawned from the internet. You know, so I don't know if you remember Black Planet or not, right?
2: Oh my god. Yes, I was on it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, we met. Th- that's that's the way we met. We met through Black Planet. So, really? Yeah. So we exchanged messages on there, and you know we would just talk back and forth through Black Planet. Then we graduated to texting. Then we would text back and forth, and then you know after a while of texting back and forth, phone the phone. I was like, can I call you? And then
2: see, I like that. See, I I like that.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, she let me call her and then we would talk back and forth on the phone and then, you know, finally we worked up to actually go and meet each other and everything.
2: See, I, I see, how long y'all been married?
3: Uh, a little over nine years, going on ten.
2: Oh, wow. You know, is marriage hard?
3: Yes. Okay. <laughs> Without hesitation.
2: I asked, I asked that. My parents been married like 40 something years. But uh, the story of my parents is, you know, my mama got pregnant and my daddy had to marry her. Mm-hmm. So... Been there. And she, <laughs> yeah. And she can't stand him and he can't stand her. And they sleep in separate bedrooms and they're like a brother and sister. It works, but they're both, you know, dad's like 79. My mom's in her in her 60s. So mm-hmm. um, sometimes she get mad and want to throw a shoe at him and just seem like it's just hard you know to be with the same person night after night like how did what do you do what do you do
3: um i can't speak for everybody else but i Mm -hmm. am just in awe of my wife so
2: see see and that that right there that's good i I like that that's i don't know it's just uh i always wonder i'll be 48 Mm -hmm. on sunday and i've never been engaged I've never been married so I, I often wonder how my life would be yeah. if I had kids and was married I it, I don't know I think I'll make a good mom because I'm real silly Yeah. so I, I think I'll make a good mother but mm-hmm. I blame hello yeah. See, go again just a minute <laughs> <laughs> hello yeah it's fine um, I think i make a good mom I, I think my kids would be silly
3: yeah
2: uh, but unfortunately, I do believe God has other things uh, in store for me to do. Mm-hmm. That's uh, That's my I, if I hear one more relative at the family, reunion, baby, is you married yet? What is you waiting on? Yeah. Do you like women? Like, no.
3: <laughs> you know, what I mean, I'm a firm believer in things are meant to happen when they're supposed to. happen. Right. Right. you know because I mean I I tell my wife this all the time it's just like there's never been a point in time to where if we needed something that it wasn't provided whether it was through the you know hard work of us or just sometimes you know things just fell into place the way it was supposed to because there's been many a times where we've been talking about man I wish we can do this or I want to try this and uh, we need to get this or whatever and then you know, a couple of days later, something would happen to put us in that position to where we can get this thing that we want, or you know, something would just happen to where we can get the thing that we need. You know, it just falls into place when it needs to.
2: See, that's beautiful, because I'm gonna tell you right now, ain't nothing out here in these damn streets. No, None, not nothing a mess. and I'm. That's just how I feel. Because in my twenties, I was all out in the street. Same. You know, I was. I was at the strip Club every Thursday night looking at the men with their Jimmy Jones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: See, with their Umbakus.
2: <laughs> tell me!
3: <laughs> See, that's the life of a Memphis Diva. Everybody trying to reach out to you, show you their schlong and everything.
2: Oh, i tell you the truth. i tell you the truth! i tell you the truth. I know
3: one day when you get real bored, you should just uh, take up one of them schlong requests. Now <laughs> <laughs> find you a pretty one because from what I understand, I mean, I don't get dick pics or anything, but from the females that I know that get dick pics or whatever, just like how you were saying, uh, I think that was your auntie or whoever was just like, well, it looked nice. So I, I hear that's a, a common phrase every now and then. So find you one that looked nice <laughs> and just see where it takes <laughs> you. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Lord, Lord, Lord. I don't know, but yeah, it's just... I don't know. Shit happened when it's supposed to happen. Because, I mean, I, me being young at the time when, you know, I graduated high school, 18, got my first wife pregnant. Yes, my first wife. And had two kids with her. We got divorced like two years in. Almost. And then, damn from then on all the way up until 2008 when I met my wife I was just running around crazy
1: (laughs) what really
3: yeah it's just I mean there were like quasi relationships you know I think after my first wife I think the longest person I've been with in that time span so from 2003 is when we got divorced And I met my wife in 2008. So in between there, I think the longest relationship I might have had was kind of three years because we weren't together consecutively. It was just like a lot of off and on. You know, that was like the go to. So, yeah, it's just all that space in between 2003 and 2008. I was just all over the map. I was just everywhere.
2: Wow. Well, Believe it or not, I've been in relationships, but it just didn't work out. Or they got married. Or had a secret child. Or yes, or, and- they, or they said they was gonna come back and get me when they became a famous rapper or some shit.
3: Did Two yeah. chains promise you something? Oh uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> was it Plies? I, That's why you got a soft spot for him.
2: <laughs> I just like the way he said "black." Black. Back. Back, back, bike. He be saying back, but he be like, like bike, bike. <laughs> he, yeah. That's that's Florida know. people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, speaking of rap, you listening to any good music lately?
3: Um, not really. <laughs> the only people that are, I'm not gonna lie to, you, the only people I really listen to are the people that have been on the show. <laughs>
2: Oh, wow. Uh, well, Memphis has some wonderful singers. Memphis, Tennessee got some badass soul singers. Yeah, Neo Juicy soul J, singers.
3: DJ Paul. Oh.
2: No. Okay. <laughs> shout out to them, but I'm talking about singers. Oh, okay. You got a you got a lady named Carmen. Mm-hmm. You got a lady named Cameron Brown. You got a guy named Courtney Little. He got this song on the radio called Cougar Huntin'
3: cougar hunting all right i'm gonna look that up right now
2: look it up it's and uh look up the video on youtube and uh i love that song it's a bluesy uh r&b feel to it and uh you could tell it's very influenced by some blues you said cougar hunter
3: or cougar hunting
2: try cougar hunting by courtney little
3: all right i got it
2: right Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah i like it
3: i'm gonna save that for later
2: Save that for later, and uh, and uh, we we'll see. Lately, I've been listening to Black Panther soundtrack.
3: See, I down that's another one of them things. I have seen it, seen who mm-hmm. made it, and I downloaded it, but I never put ears to it yet.
2: Yeah, I've been listening to it. I, I I love the song where they be like. Have oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you
3: ever heard that in the movie? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I like that man. I I I, I really. I just love that movie. It, that, that movie just did something to my soul. Mm-hmm. It, 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 if you want to create something, that's just inspiration because Ryan with Kugler. Mm-hmm. And uh the one is that's who produced it. I think so. Uh, Just extraordinary. I just it make me want to create, you know. So I don't know. I, I just think it need. I, I just mm-hmm. feel
3: and, that, and that's the mark of a good movie is when you see this film and it makes you want to create your own thing you know hold on mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> I'm not cutting none of this out <laughs> it's smooth as Tennessee whiskey that's another good song oh look I got she on the camera now <laughs> She done turned her camera on. <laughs> I can see you, but I can't hear you now. <laughs> she done messed up her phone.
2: Hello. All
3: right, there you go. I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you.
2: Okay. Okay. Uh, man, I don't man, anyway. My my thumb's too big. I just be messing all with my dog. Am I back on camera again? <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, all you see is my
3: <laughs> yeah, you got my head right yeah you got like the killmonger slant up top
4: <laughs> yeah la, 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 la.
3: <laughs> um before you go or whatever I got yeah. two voicemails from Hoppy Rogers are you familiar with Hoppy Rogers
2: yes I am Would you,
3: would you be intrigued to hear what he got to say
2: Yes, <laughs>
3: all right. Let's let's see what we got. We got two voicemails from Happy Rogers.
0: Okay, let's let's see. Listen, uh, B Rob, you and Jody are fucking golden together, dude. Uh, I'm 22 and a half minutes into this podcast, ain't even got to a voicemail yet. This motherfucker is fucking hilarious. I've been over here. Listening to the radio like some 1930s motherfucker, listening to, uh, Amos and Andy set, cackling, <laughs> throwing my hands in the air, uh, my chair is bouncing up and down, uh, I'm talking, I'm over here fucking dying, bro. The, are you fucking serious with these fucking uh, slowed down motherfucking podcasts, bro? I'm talking, I'm talking, I was over here fucking dying, dog. And, uh, you two need to develop, I mean, it's a synergy, dog. It's a dynamic duo. It's, it's fucking perfection. But, uh, I got, I have a disagreement. This is why I'm, I'm stopping to take a break right now because I gotta smoke a cigarette after all. My, my fucking belly hurts from laughing, dog. Y'all fucking, it's fucking Bill Cosby of Forrest Gump on this motherfucking podcast, dog. <laughs> But, uh, I gotta disagree with something. What? Uh, y'all, y'all act like everybody's just out here fucking everybody talking about this herpes shit. Nah, bruh it's the puritan day. i don't know how it is in other cities but in kentucky right now it's the motherfucking puritan days i'm talking this me too feminist bullshit that all these fucking liberal bitches holding they pussy hostage dog i'm talking it's crazy <laughs> and then you got everybody listening to their goddamn headphones can't even talk to a bitch in public and shit mm-hmm. it's fucking horrible mm-hmm. they, i mean i'm talking it's i i know kentucky ain't the only place i mean motherfucking nah. It's, there's still some freaks out there, but I ain't trying to get no herpes. You know what I'm saying? I ain't in that 40%. So, uh, I know better than, like Jody says, on my dick on the table with something that you obviously, uh, but anywho, I'm telling you, I was talking about this earlier today. In the 90s, girls was proud to be sluts. And, uh, slut's not a bad word. I don't slut shame nobody. It's the, the feminists, the slut shaming girls that like to please men and, you know, have fun. But, uh, uh, in the nineties, I'm talking. They be you meet them, they they fucking throw their ass up on you. Talk about give me a Xanax. i will such a mean dick. And now it's all like, don't you objectify me? Don't talk to me that way. Um, excuse me. You better respect me. I'm an independent woman. Um, I am not here to be your plaything. This is fucked up, bro. This shit needs to go away. Anywho, I'm gonna go smoke a cigarette. and Get back to this shit.
4: Holla. <laughs> That's happy,
0: man. <laughs>
3: That dude, man, I don't know what to say about it. I'm, I'm glad he does what he does because he just brings all kinds of things to this show.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, herpes. Boy, I tell you, um, For- I don't know what's going on because I be looking at, uh, what's the show on YouTube? Uh, what's the show? Who's the paternity test?
3: Oh, uh, Who's the daddy? I don't know.
2: <laughs> People ain't scrubbing up. No. They ain't strapping up. I saw uh, one today. The, that, that, the girl said, I want to know who my daddy is. And the guy said, your mama says me. They tested four dudes. And then the fourth guy said, who the daddy? <laughs> and I felt so bad because the mother didn't know. And the girl was like, I thought this, you said this is my daddy. And she was like, I don't know, you know. She it, it was bad, you know. So no, people ain't strapping up. I don't know what's wrong with these folks.
3: Mm, but yeah, Jody brought that statistic to the um, voicemail show that we just had, and he was like forty percent of um. I I forgot if he said Americans or just people in general have mm-hmm. herpes, some form of herpes. Not like the I got um, my dick look like a nutty buddy type herpes, but you know, just some form.
2: I'm- I'm going to tell you what my doctor told me when we had a conversation one day. He told me if 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 it's six people in this room, four of us probably have herpes.
3: See, yeah, that's the same thing Jody said. But he said if there's four people in the room, at least one has herpes. And I was just like, I yeah. believe it's probably two.
2: <laughs> my doctor told me, he said, Kayla, chicken pox. I mean, he just broke some stuff down to me one day. He was like chicken pox shingles, a cold sore, it's a a form of it, he said, and our bodies, when we get to a level of getting so, you know, our body go through something, uh, what do you call it, tumultuous, no, that's not a word, Um, like your body goes through a shock system or something's never happened to it, he said, ain't no telling how your body will react and he was like, I mean, he was against people taking a that medicine. What's that commercial? Valtrix. all right Yeah, he was against that because he was like, all it's doing is making the, um, uh, the pharmaceutical companies rich. And um, I mean, it was a really good conversation that that we had. I really like my doctor because we talk about everything. Yeah. Is and it- so he was just saying, and I was like, okay, well that's good to know. All right, if you say so. Yeah. So. But, hey, did you hear about this dude at the CDC, whatever that oh, place they called? Oh, that went missing? Yeah. Yeah. Look, they said it was some stuff about the <laughs> flu that was killing people. And he got a phone call, got disturbed. But when they went to his house, none of his, uh, he was gone, but everything else was there. Mm. So I wonder what happened. Maybe he went to Wakanda.
3: Maybe he's like, I got some shit I need to get healed.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give me some r- r- whatever you call this stuff. I call it V. I'm gonna give me some V. <laughs> wasn't it, what, what it kind of messed up when Killmonger had them to burn the all the stuff herb. up? What wasn't that kind of mm, that was tradition? Yeah. So okay, you breaking they? I don't know. Mm. Mm. So if they take the vibranium and they drink it, when they do it, they have sex.
3: Is that like Viagra? I,
2: yeah, is that like Viagra? I mean, do the the children come out with superpowers? I mean, what's up?
3: I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, you, that's probably something we have to refer to in the comic books, because I know nothing about that.
2: <laughs> Me neither. I'm just saying, I mean, does M'Baku ever get married? How I many women he got? I'm just try, I'm trying to see something. I'm trying to...
3: I don't, I don't know how out. the I don't know how the vibranium Viagra works, but I mean I can only imagine something would get passed down. I mean, if a crackhead smoke crack while they're pregnant, the baby gonna be a crackhead too. So
2: Well, you heard what what uh what's the big breast lady name that played a Foxy Brown lady, um Pam What's Grew? her name? Pam Greer. Mm-hmm. Pam Greer said when she was dating uh Richard Pryor and she you know, he was a cokehead yeah. real bad. And when she went to the OB, they said her uterus was lying, you know, I guess cause he was ski, ski, skeet. Mm-hmm. And um it was residue in her. Yeah. It was Yeah. So oh, I was like, what? When I cause she it's in her book. Yeah. So I, cause I and I was like, How the hell? But hey, what you put in your body has gotta come out.
3: Yeah. And then um I've heard like Stories of like people back in the day, you know, putting cocaine in their dickhead, you know, to get it to do the work. You
2: have got to be kidding me.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, that's not far from strange, I guess, in that era.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. And then you bring it up. You know what? Pam Grant was lying, allegedly. (laughs) Pam, tell the truth. You know, he was putting it in his head.
3: (laughs) And then, damn, I heard like. Um, Richard Pryor might have been um, bisexual or whatever.
2: Man, Quincy Jones! Yeah. Hey, Quincy! Stop it!
3: Tea spilling.
2: Man, see, that's what I'm talking about. I give up.
3: Can't keep your shit to yourself. And see, and that, that's what killed me too. Is just like, yeah, you can talk all that shit when a motherfucker dead. <laughs> you know?
2: I'm just Quincy telling it all. Quincy telling it. I don't know what's wrong with you, Quincy. You better cut that shit out.
3: Yeah, I got one more voicemail from Hoppy.
2: Oh Lord. Okay, let's hear. Yeah, let's see, let's
3: see <laughs> what he got. What the hell? What the hell he do? Sound like he getting attacked by something.
2: Mm-hmm. Maybe he got choked
3: by a cigarette. What <laughs> species... With- All right, well, I don't know what the hell
4: happened.
3: Yeah, he got abducted by aliens.
0: <clears throat> Alright, so... Hey, for real though, I got, uh, oh, go. I got five questions for B-Rob. Five About questions. once a year I call in an interview B-Rob. uh B-Rob. So I hope, I hope these questions are uh, satisfactory for the audience. Uh, so we're going to start question number one for B-Rob. Happy interviewing B-Rob here. Number one, Mr. Robinson, uh, if you was a tree, if you had had to turn into a tree when you died, what tree would you be and
1: why? What's B- All
3: right, there we go. I'm going to just pause it on that one. All right. His question was if I could be a tree, what type of tree would I be? Mm. Hmm. I don't know. I, w- I would probably want to be one of them big tall red oak motherfuckers. You know, the ones they put in the park that people come see and take pictures with and they stand next to it and be like I look like an ant and this is big ass tree. Look like a skyscraper. Mm. I want to be a tree mm. like that.
2: Mm. I'd probably
3: be a be a pussy a willow. Peach-
2: <laughs> <laughs> I probably be a walnut tree so I get throw nuts at folks
3: yeah you'd be full of nuts huh
2: yep. <laughs> they were like this tree always this tree don't never uh, give nobody no nuts to <laughs> keep all the nuts to myself <laughs> the tree always say oh can't you hear the tree it say
3: oh stingy ass tree
2: Oh stingy ass tree
3: all
0: right, let's see what else he got. He sees Would you be and why. All right. I think I would be a shag bark hickory, if anybody's interested, just because it's a Kentucky type of tree and it stands out. Uh, and everybody likes hickory, so, you know, y'all can make a steak taste good whenever I die from all the locusts in 25 or 30 years. Hmm. But anywho, <clears throat> which type of tree would you be and why? Okay, okay, okay. Say... That you was a brand new addition to the Crayola Crayon. Mm. What color crayon would you be? What's your name? And why?
3: Alright. If I can be a brand new creation, a brand new color of crayon, what color would I be and hmm that's a good question.
2: I would be a kaleidoscope color.
3: Oh, okay. That does just be the name of it? Kaleidoscope?
2: Uh-huh.
3: I mean, what would that look like though?
2: Um, uh, that'd be like fifteen colors in one.
3: Okay, it'd just be like a rainbow crayon.
2: Uh-huh. Uh huh.
3: I think um
2: Because I'm a colorful I have a colorful soul.
3: There you go. I don't know what that would be. I'd probably um
2: You'd be penis juice color. <laughs>
3: Oh, so you, all right, I'll be skeet then. Yeah, the, we'll, we'll call that crayon skeet and it'll be skeet. like a offish gray.
4: <laughs> yeah. Ew. What you been eating? <laughs>
2: I don't
3: know. I was going to say, in, in light of Black Planet, I was going to be Wakandan.
2: <laughs> and it was going to be
3: like a mustard. So they
2: say, this is what they say.
3: So it'd be like a light mustard or something. I don't they know.
2: You can tell what a man eats by their what they eat. With, eat
3: out. With de yeah. Dejism <laughs> is. I've
2: that's what that. I heard.
3: I've heard that. Uh, it's just like it depends on what you eat. It's your diet.
2: Yep. Yep, it's your diet. And <laughs> I think the same that's why you get that that thing you hear people, men be telling women eat pineapples mm-hmm. and stuff. That shit don't work. You're gonna get a uh uh all this citrusy acid, you're gonna get a yeast infection.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna damn uh
2: you gonna be skeet?
3: Yeah,
0: I'm be skeet color. Be <laughs> uh, Rob. Question number three. Describe the color yellow to a blind person for me. Go. Oh
3: shit. Describe the color yellow to a blind person. Fuck.
0: <laughs> yellow
2: is the sun in drag. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. All
3: right. Yes. Yellow is warm. The feeling of warmth um yeah it's like not too hot not too cold Mm
4: -hmm.
3: and you go on a hot dog there you go
4: (laughs) okay good enough
0: okay this is a good one because uh i like getting a little positivity in there uh what was the last gift that you gave to someone big or small a
3: house I just bought my wife a house
2: <laughs> congratulations
3: <laughs> yay and it's
2: I, It's beautiful too I saw the outside
3: yeah and I bought a, they, they got a, that damn pool in the back that is driving me crazy trying to figure out how to clean that motherfucker
2: <laughs> Ooh we bless you
3: I'm pad to bless. pay somebody
2: <laughs> bless you I think the last gift I gave somebody was um,
3: herpes <coughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hell no.
3: Hell no no no.
2: Hell mall no to the null, no. Uh it was a camp- it was a candle. Uh, uh my friend Lysandra Trimble. Uh it was her birthday Friday, and, well, actually I think Monday, but we met up all had drinks and stuff Friday, and I gave her a beautiful scented candle. Yeah.
3: Made from the finest of Cambodian breast milks.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And last but not least, number five. If a penguin just walked into Jody B's bedroom wearing a sombrero robe, what would he say and why is he there? And that's the interview. 2018 happy and Be Rock Alright <laughs> And the final
3: question What if a penguin Walked into Jody B's bedroom With a sombrero First of all I wouldn't know this shit unless Jody B told me cause I ain't gonna be in the Motherfucker bedroom to see it happen
4: <laughs> Exactly
3: But exactly. But if the penguin did go in there. I would only imagine that Jody B is high as shit. He just mm-hmm. smoked all the weeds.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And it's one of his hallucinations.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I, I agree. And, and he's going to say, the penguin going to say, run me my shit, bitch. That's what, yeah.
3: <laughs> now the penguin is going to stand up on the coffee table and be like, Are we done? Are we done? Are now? we done? Are
2: we done? Are we done? <laughs>
3: Uh, speaking of that uh, we are done and oh. I would like to thank you very very much for uh, giving me your time uh, having me cracking up in here calling me uh, penis skeet juice
2: skeet skeet to the windows to the walls <laughs> and um, spices
3: yeah Shit, and, that's, um, that's the color we should have been <laughs> Rub and spices. Should have been lemon pepper.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, you should have been that that uh smoky bird. That mad cow. Yes.
3: <laughs> that smoking sweetness.
2: Yes. See that's Me his own actually,
3: that, That's his own his Crayola company, box.
2: Whose company is hooks rubs and spices?
3: Uh Jared.
2: Okay. because okay. he said we're gonna have to do a commercial. Yeah. And uh, it would be a silly ass commercial. I'm tell you that. So, that shit is good, man. I, I put that on some french fries. Oh, I put wee. that
3: on everything.
2: <laughs> I put it on some french fries and I put it. Um, It was good. and my, my french fries had a little tingling. I'm going to put it on my turkey bacon tomorrow. Maybe it'll spruce up my turkey bacon because it's nasty.
3: Yep, I put it on some green beans and it was delightful.
2: Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to have to try that. Yeah. If I get to fight one day, I'm going to uh, put me some in my pocket and then just blow it in somebody's ass.
3: Oh, yeah. Just like those <laughs> ah, <laughs> applying them like some uh, blood sport shit.
2: <laughs> right. Right. I'm all, okay, confession. I've always wanted to do that. Just blow some pepper in somebody's ass. Oh, I know. Uh, I thought you were to say
3: you wanted to join the Kumite.
2: <laughs> right. Right, you know what? Get off my phone, man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but before I get off your phone, go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you, find your book, and um, to where to look up your next venture.
2: Well, uh, you can find Monday Mornings on Amazon.com, and also check with Insta Freebie and put in Monday Mornings by Kayla Stevenson, and it may be a free a few free copies that you can download uh, via ebook or. Uh, paper because I have promotions all the time because ain't nobody buying it. Mm. Um, and right now, I'm in the process of editing, getting a book edited called Sister, my first fictional book about four ladies who love to ride motorcycles and what happens after they park them. Uh, sister stands for stunting and sisterhood together always. And as a result of that, my latest venture is the online apparel uh, for t-shirts and tanks and it's called Ryda Apparel it's R-Y-D-A-A apparel A-P-P-A-R-E-L dot com and uh, go there and sign up for an email for when the store opens and I'm trying to open that store on my birthday which is Sunday All right. yeah so I'm on Facebook uh, you can go to Ryda Apparel we're there, we're on Instagram under Ryda Apparel And uh, check us out. I posted a few pictures and uh, hey, we just I'm just living. And I I think anybody out there, I hope you get inspired, get motivated. You want to do a blog show. Try. Just try it. If you want to write a book, it it can be done. If you want to start your own little T-shirt line, it can be done. You just got to get that motivation and do it.
3: All right. I appreciate those words of wisdom and as I tell anybody that's been on the show once before, you can always come back in. The door's open. Make sure you bring umbaku with you and your skeet colored crayons. Yes. <laughs> with your hooks, rubs, and spices.
2: Yes, yes, and have a good night, everybody, and 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 don't forget to always trust your journey because you never know where your journey will take you. Meet some good people like Rob and hashtag blackout. Podcast, so you no. Know. All right. Good night, y'all.
3: And there you have it, folks. Another episode in the bag. Found out that I'm a skeet colored crayon. And we got to learn a little bit more about that wild and colorful personality of Miss Kayla Stevenson. So you heard all the things that she plugged or whatever, check out her book Monday mornings and um her new ventures that are coming up and yeah, just follow on Twitter and Instagram and all those places and show her your support. It was a fun time. We know that she like long, greasy, umbaku penises and everything. (laughs) And she loves hooks, rubs, and spices as much as I do. So, on that note, we're gonna get on out of here. I'd like to thank Hoppy Rogers once again for sending in some voicemails. He provided us with some interesting questions here at the end. And uh thanks to Jarrett from the hashtag Blackout Podcast for sending in his voicemail as well. I think this is kind of cool for the show to have voicemails, you know, for me and the guests to interact with. You know, Hoppy had his five questions for me and uh Kayla was also able to answer those questions as well and we got see we got a guy's perspective on those questions and we got a lady's perspective on those questions so I thought that was a cool dynamic even before going in and um, recording this episode I was thinking about how I was going to weave in uh, voicemails by doing this format that I'm doing usually I would just do the interview with the person we were sitting, chatting, and do whatever and then when I edit the episode I would do an intro and then I would do an outro separate from the interview. So, yeah, doing it this way is cool, but I kind of fuck myself <laughs> because when you hear this episode, it'll be voicemails that Jared and Hoppy left uh, two weeks ago and the episode that you should be hearing before this episode is the one with my guest Derek Stoughton which I was trying to that's one I was trying to figure out how I was going to incorporate the voicemails into a show that I've already done the intro the interview and the outro all in one take (laughs) so I guess I kind of fucked myself and I was just sitting here just having fun with Kayla and everything and I knew I had to play the voicemail from Jared because he specifically sent the voicemail because he wanted Kayla to hear it and here I am rambling about voicemails and shit in future episodes that you haven't even heard yet until now for voicemails that should have been on the episode that you heard before this one alright with that being said you can find me on Twitter (laughs) at it's B-Rob I-T-S-B-R-O-B or if you want to talk professional wrestling and other general shenanigans that's the place you do it I also have an account for the show which is at R show on Twitter you can follow me on Instagram just type in the random Rams with Rob and I'll pop on up and you can see my Walmart logs also you can go to random to where you can find different ways you can help support the show you can use my Amazon links you don't pay anything extra you just go through Amazon through my links and I get a kickback from all your purchases I have merchandise you can buy shirts and stuff like that um, I have uh, Amazon wish list of stuff that I would like to get to incorporate into my show for, as far as equipment goes. And I, you can be a patron to the show through Podbean, just like Brandon McIntyre and Glenn Abbott, who I appreciate very much. And you can just give me money straight up through my PayPal link. But that being said, you don't have to give me a dime of your money. None whatsoever. It's just there because, you know, that's the thing podcasters do. If you want to support the show in that way, you have the avenues to do that. But the most important thing that you could do for this show and any other podcast is like, subscribe, retweet, leave a review. Five star review, if possible, if it's a one star review, it's a review. Nonetheless, we appreciate the feedback from each and every one of you and we welcome it. Because we can't get better or improve upon, you know, what we already have unless we hear from you, the listener. And, you know, we get analytics from whatever podcast provider that we're using. And we know you out there listening to some extent or you got us on automatic subscribe, which is also good. But if you got a gripe, if you got a complaint, if you want to add something or suggest something, I would very much so like to hear. it. And that is all. That's it for this edition of the Random Rambles of Rob podcast. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.
4: Oh, you